Hello, it's Rafaela here from ThreadUp. I continue to support the creative community through this crisis with all sessions now on video and phone calls. For details, please check threadup.co.uk. You can also find details of free check-ins I offer on my Twitter at threadup underscore and on Instagram and Facebook at threadup. Please share this. Somebody out there might need it. Stay safe and let's get through it together. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of a live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. Joining me today on Psychomedy Daily Dose, it's James Redmond. James, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, man? I'm all right, yeah. You know, it's uh, not a bad day today, is it? It's the, the weather's nice. Um, yeah. It's, it's sometimes a struggle. Um, yeah. I, I guess it depends where you are, doesn't it? You know, I've seen all these celebrity videos saying, look, come on, guys, it's not that hard. You know, stay indoors. <laughs> and they're speaking from their personal gym next to their own pool in the grounds of their mansion, you know, with <laughs> yeah. their, their, their nanny looking after their kids um, and their, you know, their, their chef and their assistants um, in L.A. in the sunshine. But, um, I mean, I've, uh, we're in a one-bedroom flat with a tiny bit of outside space, which is, you know, great. We're mm. pleased to have that. And we're quite near the river, so we can go for walks and stuff and runs or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's not too too bad. How about you? Yeah, the same. Uh, a garden space. Feel very lucky. Um, so, yeah, I was talking to a few people about kind of perspective. You know, you look at your – I think that's the way out of any funk sometimes. It's just, you know, it's you can't help getting into – low moods um whoever you are i think i think even if you're in that mansion in la but i think you always need to look at the um the people worse off and they're immediately all around you aren't they whether that's just not having a garden yeah definitely yeah you've got kids right i've got kids yeah so that's that's helping me through the day how are you um how are you getting through your days Uh, i assume all your we haven't got kids Uh, we haven't got kids so we haven't got do you like one of mine yeah, um, yes. How, how, how many have you got? Do they, do they do any work? Do they cook or clean or anything? <laughs> They're just starting, actually. They're becoming useful. They're becoming useful, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend's working from home, so she's sort of, you know, on the laptop and doing Zoom meetings from 9am till 6 yeah. Um So I've got to be quiet because it's quite a small flat, really, you know. So mm. I tend to go out for runs and stuff and i quite enjoy that you know running up um behind pedestrians saying you know come on come on two meters guys come on two meters <laughs> all that they love that uh, yeah i islands in the stream came on when i was jogging today and it's just like what what <laughs> a why is that on my playlist and b i'm just i'm not running at, at the right pace here you know <laughs> um cool cool well good to you Good, you're staying fit. Um, and you need it, though, you know, also for the mental health, you know, I think mm. um, just getting out, out the house and, you know, getting some fresh air helps. But for me, 
any exercise where I'm getting a bit sweaty or out of breath for 20 minutes, I just get the endorphins, you know, and it really yeah. helps me because I, I do suffer with uh, depression if I don't do exercise every other day, at least, you know, so that's good. And I haven't been drinking, which has been, I mean, it's, it's not easy, but it, it really helps you in the long term, I think, in this situation, you know. Yeah, yeah. So how's, how's the depression been in this lockdown phase? I've been fine. I mean, my girlfriend is, you know, she's under more pressure because she's working and having to deal with me being here 24 <laughs> seven. I'm in her flat. So, you know, everything here is hers and I'm doing stuff wrong. So she's realizing perhaps we aren't perfect together. But, um, I think, I think we're okay. Yeah. Oh, that's tough, man. In a, in a, yeah. In a one bed flat. Um, how about work wise for people that don't know you've been in uh, many things casualty and Hollyoaks. Uh, were, you, were you filming anything when this lockdown happened? No, I was just about to start. Uh, I've got a small part in a new uh, comedy drama, mm. BBC, um, but that's been postponed, I think, till July at the earliest. Mm. And then, like you, I, I guess I had a lot of stand-up gigs, or three or four a week in the yeah. diary, that, which all just went within a few few days. You know, So I've got a couple still left in June that haven't been cancelled yet, but I'm guessing they'll go too um it's, it's tough yeah. isn't it yeah i was pretty optimistic a couple of weeks ago then uh, you read the wrong things don't you when people are pessimistic about theaters and comedy clubs obviously our living and you, th uh, you know saying those will be the last things that you know counterintuitively people want entertainment they want to laugh but will they actually want to go in sweaty clubs and theaters and you only hope that they do i mean you were in the you were in the full monty tour recently weren't you was that last yeah. year yeah yes so, you know, I, I bet you're missing that buzz, aren't you? Oh, hugely. It was such a good gig. It was, you know, nine months, 31 cities, um, a week in each city, eight, eight shows a week. It was great fun. And, you know. Yeah, I've seen the show. I was, a mate was in it a few years ago in the one of the tours. Oh, really? Great show. Yeah, it's great fun. And that is, yeah, it is a worry. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it'll come back next year and there'll be a big sort of resurgence and everyone wants to go out. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, mentioning casualty there, didn't I, didn't I notice that, Casualty in Holby City were donating PPE, weren't they, a few weeks yeah, ago? That's right. God, yeah. the, the government are in a bad state if if we've got to have Casualty in Holby City donating their PPE, you know, and we're still short of it. Yeah. You know? no, I, I never thought that was real stuff. I thought it was just sort of, you know, made up yeah. by the props, you know, the... Um, costume department the, the stuff we use but perhaps, perhaps it does actually work yeah, well I, I i heard i might be wrong that they donated like ventilators I and mean, like, how many ventilators did yeah. you have there in casualty how long were you in it in casualty i was there almost six years and i right. think i think we did have one or two yeah but um i wouldn't have known what what, what they were you know <laughs> Do you not come out of it with like a basic, couldn't you be like, a, <laughs> you know, obviously the NHS are amazing and, uh, you know, their skills are amazing, but surely you come out after six years with, you could be a GP after that, couldn't you? Some knowledge. Well, you, ha you sort of, you know, the terms, because you ha you've had to learn these very long uh, medical terms and, and uh, whatever, but you don't often know what they mean. You're, you're kind of barking them out to fellow medics on the show. Mm. Uh, Clive Mantle, who was the boss on the show. Yeah. And, uh, 90s he saved someone's life in a football crowd who was having a heart attack because he just said so well i know how to do the cpr and mm. clear his air, airway so i can do that until the real guys turn up and he saved his life so that was pretty good oh wow wow um i was a psychiatric nurse so i can give hugs you know and say <laughs> hey you know what's what in the problem trying to talk to me about it that's all i can do really <laughs> nice nice so as a fellow um Liverpool fan, 
what are we uh, yeah. what are we thinking about the uh, new season when i when i um not the new season the existing season when i well maybe the new season maybe the existing season has gone but when I, when i heard the liverpool fans a couple of months ago just before any of this happened they were being still being pessimistic when we were clearly going to win the league and I was like, "You're being." Yeah. I wanted to phone in these radio shows and go, "Why are you still being pessimistic? We might not win the league. Of course, we're going to win the league." And now it's like, yeah. it's in the balance. It's funny, isn't it? Because I was talking to I know Tim Lovejoy well, and he was saying, "Look, we should just call it off, you know, and give you guys the title, but put an asterisk next to it, say we're well, kind." <laughs> and it, it seems that you know all Liverpool fans and Leeds fans, of course, and West Brom, who are about to be promoted as well. Um, and Wolves, you know, who are on the brink of Europe, they all want to finish the season and get into Europe because we don't want what is being proposed, which is, you know, well, let's just have the same teams in Europe next year and no one gets relegated, no one gets promoted. But that seems unfair, you know, because Leeds invested lots of money and they've had a great season. Norwich didn't bother and they're, you know, way bottom of the, of the Prem. So they deserve to go, go down, you know, and it's, mm. it's a tough one. Then you think, well, there is a pandemic going on. There is a solution. Though. I mean, you know, Tim was saying, you know, when World War Two broke out, they just cancelled the season. But that was a bit earlier on in the season. And also there was a war on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now we, you know, we do have a solution which has been proposed, which is, you know, to test every 25-man squad and their coaching team, test them all, and then quarantine them in a ho- hotel mm. and, uh, you know, get them to, to, to play a game every three three days. And it'll take us, you know, four weeks and it's all done, you know. Yeah. Use neutral venues so that you keep the number of venues down and show all the games live on telly behind closed closed doors. And it's a bit of a distraction. It's great fun. It, it starts the economy going again, you know, and... Um, I think we'd all love it, even if you're mid-table. You, you, you'd still want to see games, you know. Maybe Man U fans wouldn't want us to see the, us to win the league. But apart, apart from that, it's, um, it's a win-win, I think. Yeah, that sounds good for everyone apart from the players. As you were describing that, I was like, that sounds... Hor- I know they're very well paid, but that kind of sounds <laughs> a little bit horrific for the players. Like, you must go into a hotel but, for a week, and then you must play every yeah. three days. But maybe, I mean, but, they'd probably be up for it, wouldn't they? I think so. I mean, because, you know, Tim was saying, look, you, you never keep 25 lads quarantined for four weeks. I said, well, the World Cup does that, you know, and the World Cup does it for six weeks because they go away from their families for two weeks of training and friendlies. And then they have, you know, between a week and four weeks in the tournament. So it, it does happen. And they're pretty much stuck in the hotel, aren't they? Often the hotels have a golf course or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Lucky them. But um, and then they have the, the odd day where the wives come and visit, whatever. But on the whole, they're kind of stuck inside because the, the press are outside. So I think it is possible. I think they all want to do it. Certainly, the Liverpool players do. <laughs> oh God, yeah. One more win, maybe. Um, well, no more wins really. Just get the others losing a couple of games. Yeah, we can. Yeah, then we can call it off. Yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel for everyone at this time. But I, I felt a, a, quite a bit for people like Tim Lovejoy or other kind of. I know he's moved on from like you know. Uh, sports and whatever uh, to a certain extent but they tried to keep sporting chat going for a few weeks you know and, and they still yeah. do don't they they're still talking about sport but they can't there's nothing to talk about about sport you know these is talk sport still still going is that like 24 7 talking sure. about sports I, um, I watched monday night football um jamie carrigan going never and they've been doing it sort of via zoom yeah there's and, nothing uh, to I'm talk about sure. surely I was reading the, I think it was the Sunday Times, and they had a they had a sports section and a football section, and it was just there was a whole page on basically 
this is how to kick a ball <laughs> just yeah. like because they'd run out of stories it's just like this is the best way to kick a ball it's just like god um <laughs> anyway let's uh hope and pray for everyone's sake that uh this is over soon but uh mainly as a liverpool fan so we can get the season done definitely yeah. <laughs> um yes i also heard you on a, another podcast and um i wanted i want to start developing a theme now if uh if I may, James, and you'll probably just go, yeah. I, I can't help you with this. But I heard you mentioning Noel Edmonds. Now, I mentioned Noel, uh, I was talking to Alex Lowe a couple of days yeah. ago, and he delighted me with a tale about Noel Edmonds and, um, <laughs> uh, and the gotchas. I don't know if you've heard that episode, but he said, he's a mate of Noel Edmonds. I love Noel Edmonds. I just, he's my TV hero. I said, I didn't watch any TV, but I did as a kid, you know, so I used to watch, you know, all of Noel's house party and telly addicts and everything Noel Edmonds said. Um, but he said that he's mates with uh, Noel Edmonds and Noel Edmonds occasionally calls him up. Uh, Alex really, Lowe wow. and does it does a gotcha on him, <laughs> which oh, really? I love. Yeah. Love that because Alex does Barry from Watford on. Um, he does, yeah. No deal. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, cheap, uh, cheap, cheap, cheap. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cheap, cheap, yeah, cheap. Yeah. The um, much, uh, much missed cheap, cheap, cheap. So um, I heard you on another podcast um, with an old Edmund story, and I don't propose that you. Um, you uh, reproduce that story now. We can say what that podcast is. I think that was what was it called? My mate bought a toaster or something. Um, it was. Oh yeah, so, Tom, yeah, Tom Price. Tom Price is, uh, so yeah, listen yeah. to that podcast. So you have a choice. Either you have you have a, you have multiple choice here. I never do this. You can either repeat that anecdote, <laughs> which yeah. I know, which you may have forgotten. Tell me another anecdote about Noel Edmonds, or tell Ooh. me to move on. What are you talking about? Why are you obsessed with Noel Edmonds? There, there are your three choices, James. Well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do the last one. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not. I've not met Noel, um, oh. uh, so I can, just, I can just repeat the story. Really, it's not even my story. It's, um, it's a friend of mine who was um, I worked with on Mile High, Joanne oh. Knowles, um, very talented actress, very attractive, and mm. she played the attractive woman. Well, you know this anyway. She mm. played the attractive woman. Uh, I know this, but gotcha. other people might not. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> who was, you know, so she was often sort of, you know, sexily dressed and sort of asking help from from uh, men uh, and they were going beyond the line of duty to help her kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, in the gotchas. Anyway, when she first got the gig, I think she was like fresh out of drama school, so 21, and she, she was, you know, sort of whisked away to this ho hotel and she was reading her contract and it said, so we're starting at 7am. Um, you may see the rest of the crew and cast um, in the ho hotel. If you do happen to bump into Noel, uh, please do not gasp. And she thought, well, I mean, I like Noel. Um, <laughs> I'm very pleased to get the gig and all that. But gasp, I mean, he's not Jesus. I mean, why would I he is to me. He is to me. But yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds a bit up himself. This is a bit odd. And then she, you know, she went to dinner, had a uh, drink or whatever, and then was heading back to her room, turned a corner <laughs> down the corridor and slammed straight into, you know, a five foot six Noel Edmonds and went, oh, you're so small. Like that. And she realised why you're not supposed to gasp. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Alex Lowe said, I won't hear a bad word said against Noel Edmonds. I don't think that's a bad word. That's just saying that he's no. smaller than you might think. 
and it, it may not have come from him the, the, the please do not gasp you know it might have been from somebody else <laughs> yeah nice nice the uh, the ultimate aim i mean it's obviously lovely to have you on james and alex Slay, but the ultimate aim of doing this is to get noel edmonds on one day so uh even though he's not a stand-up comedian so why why do i want him on i don't know that's the one exception i'm making but not if he's small not if he's small um, <laughs> Well, good to hear you're you're okay. Particularly, you know, as you say, someone who suffers from depression or you know has you know issues like that. This is this is a hard challenge for for all of us. You know, do you have any other words of advice? I talk to you like you are a doctor from uh, yeah, I'll be city and casualty, I've, but yeah, I've had I've had therapy and all that, like most of us have. You know, mm. um, but I I find balance helps me. You know, I mean, I, I need to do some exercise, as I said, every other day at least. I need to feel like I've achieved something. That's the hardest thing. Have I achieved anything today? You know, have I done some work? Have I brought some money in? Has something happened? You know, which that's hard at the moment because I can't do much of that. Uh, yeah. I can keep practicing and I can do stuff like this. I feel like I feel good about myself after this, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you've, you've got to try and get, get, get to bed at the same time every night and, and, and eat properly and avoid the drink. And that will help you in the mid to long term. It's boring, isn't it? But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I find... I think you know. I find being hung over terrible for my yeah. depression, and being hung over in this situation would be even worse. You know. Yeah, yeah. Some people say the opposite about drink, so I think there's two ways to to go on drink to get you through this. But yeah, <laughs> I subscribe <laughs> to your view, really. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mentioning therapy, it's um, we we partner with a counselling service. You may have heard uh, listeners to this podcast uh, called Thread Up, who are offering free check-ins. Yeah. And what, um, what I'm hearing from them and from other counsellors is the the uptake is n- is not as high as you might expect because I think people feel like really? the the threshold for actually getting in touch with any of these people is higher than than you know their their suffering. You know, I, I think yeah. if you're just having a bad uh, a bad day, you don't need to be you know on your knees. You know, if you're just having a bad yeah. day, a lot of services yeah. are now offering free check-ins, not just Thread Up, but um, there was various services through the Bill Murray uh, Comedy Club. You know, uh, Angel Comedy Club was offering yeah. lots of things. So um, I'm sure you'd echo, would you not, that people should uh, you know go to these services if uh, you know just definitely. if they're having a bad day. You know, yeah, I mean definitely. What you know, um, I've not got your um, uh, experience or education but um certainly playing a psychiatric nurse you know uh, the guys there who were real psych nurses who i shadowed mm. um saying you know well, it's quite most of us suffer with uh, depression you know and we have little hang-ups and stuff and the, the problems start when you can't talk about it you feel ashamed or you've got no one that you could talk about uh, mm. talk talk to uh, you know about it and i was lucky i had a really good shrink a few years back who gave me the best bit of advice which was you know, um, there are two types of depression, um, nature and nurture, you know, either it's a chemical imbalance in your brain, which is always going to be there, or it is after you've, you know, eaten something that you don't like or drugs or alcohol, whatever, or it's a nurtured thing where you've suffered some trauma, you know. Um, but I've just got the first one, thankfully, you know, uh, and he said, well, that's easy, James. You know, if you wake up feeling suicidal or just really down like you often do, um, ask yourself, has anything changed since I went to bed? were you in a bad mood last night? And I think, well, no, I wasn't. Said, well, well, then you know it's just chemical. It's just something that you eat, that you ate or drank or mm. ingested 
or that you haven't exercised and so the endorphins have run out you know so just force yourself if you possibly can to just go for a walk you haven't got to have a shower you haven't got to eat just get out the house go for a walk and you'll feel better and it yeah. always works you know and from from that i've added you know exercise and trying to eat better and avoid drinking in the first place um and that really helped me yeah well that's really nice man that's uh that's good to hear that's great to hear Great. Well, and they're saying so it's an allergy now, aren't they? I've been reading the paper that um, lots of studies now are concluding that perhaps uh, at least one form of depression is actually an, an allergy, you know, that some of us have to additives or pesticides or some ingredient in the food uh, that, that we eat or alcohol or, you know, mm. a drug that we take, you know, and that, that it's a reaction. It's a mental reaction rather than physical, um, like an allergic one, you know. So it's just finding out what makes you, I mean, obviously some of us think, well, it's, it's, it's the gin, you know, but um, <laughs> often you don't know what it is and you realize, oh, you know, you know definitely in, in my case, it's um, sugar and E numbers. They definitely give me a, a, a pie. And then the next day I'm really down and depressed, you know, and I found that out because my dad's diabetic. Mm. So I better cut, cut down on sugar in case I get it. And I'm just happier. <laughs> yeah. Know, I'm bored, but I'm, I'm, I'm happier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as you say, there are there are various various you know so many forms of uh, depression and uh, causes. And uh, the main yeah. the main advice is often people totally ignore everything because they think, oh, that's just a problem with my mind. There's nothing I can do about that, or I can't really yeah. go to anyone about that because it's not too bad. I'm not suicidal. Whereas, of course, if they yeah. had a slightly bad elbow, they'd go straight to the doctor and go, "This is annoying. What's exactly. what's wrong with me?" Whereas the you know the brain is um the most important part of your body i would suggest exactly yeah yeah nice one man well thank you so much for coming Pleasure. on keep um keep that optimism stay thank out you. I mean, of you it. Know, it i could have been you know, i could have been funnier but you know it's fine it's, it's just <laughs> nice to talk to someone nathan to be honest it's just nice to you know hear your face you know, it's nice. <laughs> yeah i've only just started writing bits of comedy now and uh yeah it's taken me a few weeks for the wheels to go into motion imagine how Same. shit will be when we get back on stage my goodness and will anyone want to talk about this you know it's like the brexit thing you know no you know you write a 10 minute set on it you get on stage and you say so what's happening with brexit and everyone starts groaning shit i've lost 10 minutes of my set fuck what am i going to say now no <laughs> yeah. one wants to talk about it shit 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 you know i think it yeah. might be the same with this people might go look we've just come out of that let's talk about something funny and positive you know yeah yeah we keep saying that uh, i've heard a few comedians and, and me saying no one want to hear this corona stuff after imagine getting back to the comedy clubs and the whole audience go do some corona stuff what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> i thought you wouldn't want it no corona Jeez, yes well james thank you so much stay stay Pleasure. well stay uh, stay optimistic and uh, you know thanks so much for joining me today Likewise. Thanks, mate. See ya. The brilliant James Redman there. So lovely to have him on. And so wonderful that he talks so openly there about depression and uh, the need to see therapists sometimes. And as I said there, please do get in touch with our counselling partners. Thread up if you need to talk to anyone and can't afford a, a counsellor at this time. They're offering free check-ins. So if you're just suffering a little bit, if you're just having a bad day and feel like you need to talk to someone, please take them up on it. They're doing the next ones on Wednesday, 22nd of April, 6 till 7pm. And this Friday, 24th of April, 6 till 7pm. Please DM them for details on their Twitter at ThreadUp underscore. So that's our show for today. 
Join us again tomorrow for more Psycomedy Daily Dose. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows. Please give us a five-star review. Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk for more mental health tips from Fred Up. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay optimistic, and tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Pod People.